Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle, presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Bruce. Welcome back. Morning Drive. Goodman Hurdle. Watch us. MyLifeSports.com. You can reach us. Roller Auctions Twitter feed. At Bruce Hurdle. At Eric Goodman. Monday, March 4th. Restaurant Equipment Auction. Featuring baker's ovens, range ovens, countertops, and floor mixers, ice machines, dining room furnishings, and more. Get notifications about upcoming auctions at RollerAuction.com. Backslash MHS. Time now for the lead. The lead is presented by Smokin' Dave's Barbecue and Brew. Colorado's best barbecue since 2007. Get some tonight in Denver, Longmont, Lyons, and Estes Park. Yesterday, we talked about the report out of Minnesota that Sean Payton is smitten with Michigan quarterback J.J. McCarthy. Let's just start right there because we did dive into it, but let's dive into it a little bit more. This report is coming from Paul Allen, the play-by-play voice of the Minnesota Vikings. The Minnesota Vikings are picking 11th. They're trying to sign Kirk Cousins. He's the top free agent out there. Why would this report come out of Minnesota when I'm guessing if Cousins leaves, I would think that Minnesota would draft J.J. McCarthy, yet their play-by-play guy says the team after the Vikings really want J.J. McCarthy as well. Would they really, with the Vikings, so who are they going with, the quarterback? I don't know. Hmm. If Cousins leaves, yeah, McCarthy's not going to be ready to no. play day one. No. And I'll tell you, he's not going to be happy as uh, Justin Jefferson. Think? He's going to be pissed. Well, let, let's continue. Latest mock draft. He won't be doing much sleep writing then. He might leave. No. Unless he gets franchised. Um, in the latest mock draft from NFL Network's Daniel Jeremiah, he has the Falcons taking McCarthy at eight. Mm. CBS Sports, Chris Trapasso has the Vikings taking McCarthy at 11, again, one slot before the Broncos. We talked about a little bit in the first hour, and let's revisit this. This, to me, feels like a game of musical chairs. Let's take out the first set of quarterbacks we know that are going to go. Okay? The Caleb point. Williams, Drake May, Jaden Daniels. All gone. All gone. Next in line, second tier, J.J. McCarthy, Bo Nix, Panics. Probably in no that order. order. No, probably in that order, right? With that, you have five teams that are looking for quarterbacks right now. And I'm including the Vikings because you have Kirk Cousins, who's a free agent. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you have the Vikings, the Falcons, the Raiders, the Broncos, and the Steelers. Right. Three of those guys are going to go to Three of those five teams, Mm -hmm. Cousins, Fields, and Wilson. You have free agency coming up before the draft. Cousins will be locked in somewhere. For the Bears, they might want to hold out till the draft before they trade him to get the best possible offer that they can, which if that's what they choose to do, I believe Wilson will wind up somewhere. He'll be the second domino to fall unless Fields would be the obvious guy to be the second guy to fall. But the Bears probably aren't in any rush. Yeah, that's a trade guy. The other two are free agents. So that's where, and I agree with you, the Bears hold a lot of cards here. So 
just for the sport of the conversation, mm-hmm. where does Cousins end up? Minnesota. Okay. So he can end up in Minnesota. Yep. Okay. He could also end up with the Raiders, who have about $42 million in cap space. So could Russ. Right, but let's let's just but concentrate on Cousins. I'm I'm saying Minnesota. Okay, I would say Minnesota too. The Falcons would be a really good fit. They have a ready-made team. They have about 28, 29 million in cap space. Those teams are all in play. The Raiders are in play. They have cap space. The Vikings, they have cap space. The Falcons have cap space. The Steelers, I'm sure they would like him. I don't know if they'll go after him. They might. Then you have Wilson. So let's say Cousins goes to the Vikings. If Fields is held off until the draft, I would think Wilson will wind up going to one of those teams. Pittsburgh. Okay. So now we have Pittsburgh and Minnesota off that list. Okay. Left is Atlanta, the Broncos, and the Raiders. Hmm. All right. The Broncos aren't in play for any of those three guys. Which means if they really like J.J. McCarthy, he's probably going to be the guy that they want. Then you have the Raiders, right? Mm-hmm. They have draft capital to trade up. Yeah. If, if they want to, if they want to get him, yes, they do. Yep, they got a bunch. They have seven. They have nine picks and money, but three are in the the seventh round. But 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 they can trade up. Yeah. With with those seventh round picks to move up two spots. Right. They sure they could. And then you have the Atlanta Falcons, who would probably be the lead horse to get Justin Fields. So then you have, and oh, by the way, if it's just the Falcons or the Raiders, you know, where Fields goes, I don't know how Antonio Pierce feels about, you know, Justin Fields. The Bears are going to have some leverage, certainly on the Falcons. The Bear, but doesn't Justin Fields feel like, I think he would fit nicely in Atlanta, and I think he and I think that he's got it's a ready-made team, and I think he's got and I think he's got a kind of a Raiders look feel already. That feels like a Raiders move. So pick where Fields would be traded to, Atlanta. Okay, so now you have the Broncos and the Raiders. Broncos are one slot ahead. Mm-hmm. Don't have a lot of draft capital. Nope. This isn't about money anymore. No. Because the Broncos are dead when it comes to that. Fortunately, is this isn't about money. But the Raiders have the draft capital to move up if they, they really do. want him. Yeah. If they really want him, that's just a hop, skip, and a jump for them. So in One the, spot. In the game of musical chairs, there are four chairs. Cousins, Fields, Wilson, McCarthy, five teams. It seems like to me, the smart money says the Broncos are going to be left without a chair. As long as J as long as JJ McCarthy is this incredible commodity that everyone values, and that's what well, we don't know. Well, he's a quarterback. Yeah, I know that, that's his commodity. Uh, you are absolutely QB, right. QB. That's we, his commodity. But we don't. Yeah. But we just look. There's gonna, a lot of water is going to flow under this bridge. That's not an unlikely scenario, by the way. But still, there's a lot of time for this thing to change. And by the way. I have no idea if the Raiders are interested in J.J. McCarthy. Yeah, me either. But if they are, they can certainly trade up to get him. Yeah. For our purposes, J.J. McCarthy is coveted in this discussion, right? Yep. And you can, in fact, it's more likely that you see a scenario that if it comes down to the Raiders and the Broncos, that the Raiders would move up to get him 
with the Broncos probably at that point trading down and trying to pick up extra picks. If they if McCarthy is is a one for both teams. So there you go. I mean, if the Broncos have to trade up mm. to get JJ McCarthy Mm-mm. and they don't have a second, Mm-mm. they're going to have to give up at least their own first and probably a fourth. Yeah. You can't afford no, to do that no. for a guy that you're expecting to sit the entire year. No. I'm with you on totally. We are in lockstep on that. No one. money and now five picks? Yeah. Oh, man. Come on. For a guy that's not even going to affect your roster next year. Right. Yeah. Broncos are in a bad spot. Yeah. If, indeed, they want J.J. McCarthy. For all we know, for all we know, Sean and George and all of them are talking right now about, Ooh, we got a smoke screen out there with Paul Allen, but we really want Bo Nix. I think Bo Nix will be available for the Broncos and I think that Bonix will be available twelve. And, and I think that Bonix will be available regardless of where the Broncos go. Because okay, so let's just take this scenario. Now the Broncos, so the Broncos are the odd man out. The Raiders have their quarterback. Steelers have their quarterback. Falcons have their quarterback. We know about the top three guys. The Vikings have their quarterback. Right. Vikings have their quarterback. Now you probably can afford to trade back. And if you like Knicks. Not like McCarthy, but if you do like Knicks, you can probably get him at 18. The only team that I think that would not even consider J.J. McCarthy is Pittsburgh. Right. They already have Pickett. They they could probably get Mason Rudolph for nothing on the free agent market. They'd be the only team not interested in him. I would agree. He is not a fit for Pittsburgh. But you have two teams ahead of the Broncos and the Falcons at eight. The Vikings at 11, the Broncos at 12, and then the Raiders at 13, who have the ammunition to move up. Yeah. And how intriguing is that? <laughs> it, well, I mean, it really, like I mean, the it's cat it, that just ate the canary. Well, I mean, it's it, it really when you stop to think about it, it's I, I just it, I love the the whole setup of it. You know, I mean, it's like Raiders a chance to screw the Broncos. Broncos could screw the Raiders. I, I mean, how much are you willing to pay for it? Because it's going to cost the Broncos a lot more than it would cost the Raiders just because of the capital that one team has and the other team doesn't. Now, of course, the X factor here is that both teams really want J.J. McCarthy, and we don't know that. But I think it's fun to think about. It's fun for me to think about Russ going to Oak or Oakland, to Vegas. Let me throw another ingredient into this pot of gumbo. That while you think what we are talking about is fun, you want it to be like fun on steroids? Sure. Let's say the Broncos really want J.J. McCarthy. For the sake of argument, they really want him. And I don't know. um, Justin Fields goes to the Falcons, right? Okay. And then the Raiders say, okay, we'll take Russell Wilson. We'd be more than happy to take Russell Wilson. We only see him as a one or two year guy for us, and the Broncos are going to pay. We're going to we're going to trade up to get JJ McCarthy, and then yeah. Well, if any team would do it, Can you, I mean, all of this is oh, tied yeah. to Russ. It would the, be awesome. The, this wow, this would be awesome. I mean, awesome from a standpoint of can you flip and believe it? I'm not right. talking about awesome like 
The Falcons could do the same exact thing. Oh yeah, sure. They could they could get Wilson and then draft JJ McCarthy. It's not out of the realm. Could you imagine if Peyton really wanted JJ McCarthy? That the buffer between JJ McCarthy being drafted and then actually playing needs to be filled with a veteran quarterback to mentor, and that just happens to be Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson could potentially cost. Sean Payton, the guy that he wants, because they have that buffer, because for that one year, the Broncos are paying the salary. How rich would that be? Well, the answer to that is the Broncos could still have Russell Wilson. Well, it's not going to happen. I'm just throwing out fun things because I, because to me, it's all entertainment. It's just it, it's entertaining. And that would be just beyond the pale coming up after the break espn's matt bowen wrote an article titled best fits for the top 50 players in free agency are there any broncos on that list and are there any guys on that list that bowen has potentially targeted towards the broncos the answer is yes that's next Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle, presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Bruce. Welcome back. Morning Drive, Goodman Hurdle. Watch us, mylifesports.com. You can reach us on the Roller Auctions Twitter feed. At Bruce Hurdle, at Eric Goodman, Monday, March 4th, restaurant and equipment auction for baker's ovens, range ovens, countertop and floor mixtures, ice machines, dining room furnishings, and more. Get notifications about upcoming auctions at rollerauction.com backslash MHS. In the meantime, love telling you about Greenfield's Pool and Sports Bar. You want to talk about a bar that absolutely has everything. Let's start with live music. Every Friday, Saturday, no cover. A lot of bars have a pool table. They have a pool hall. They have 15 pool tables with leagues as well. Best happy hour by far in the United States, maybe the planet, maybe the solar system. You went there. I I knew you would. Eventually, we had to hit the solar system because this is their happy hour. Every day, listen up, every day, yes, the weekends as well, three until seven, two for one on all wine, well, and drafts. Get me a better happy hour. Maybe I'll check it out, but there's only one place to go. Greenfield's Pool and Sports Bar in Lakewood. By the way, uh, nice catch there. Thank you. Uh, the coffee, good hands. The coffee almost spilled on the table. Uh, clearly, you were a baseball player. It was It was fairly solid, wasn't it? Yeah. You, of course, the argument is you shouldn't have tipped it and knocked it over in the first place, and I would I would cop to well, that. Well, that's okay. Things, yeah. You know, accidents I recovered. Happen. Don't cry over spilled coffee. Well, I would because coffee is my deal. Was there any coffee in the cup? En- enough that it would have potentially oh, just enough to that it would have created a little mess. <laughs> around, around here, I don't think it would have been noticed. We got some beach towels. <laughs> Time now for the buzz. <laughs> 
The Buzz is presented by Paramount Siding and Windows. Paramount Siding and Windows, it's quality in everything they do. Find them at ParamountSidingAndWindows.com. ESPN's Matt Bone wrote an article titled Best Fits for the Top 50 Players in Free Agency. Not really surprising. No Broncos are in the top 50. I have seen a lot of top 100 lists. Josie Jewell, Lloyd Cushenberry are on that list. Uh, PJ Locke is not. No. Little surprised. I think he, I think he's their best free agent that they have. Yeah, I I wouldn't argue with that. That's not a knock on Jewel and Cushenberry. No, no, it's not. It it it's not. Um, I think Cushenberry's got pretty good upside, and he's still pretty young too. So he gets pushed around a little bit too much. Okay, I'll listen to that. Josie's fantastic. Yes, doesn't, he is. Doesn't cover great. You know what you're getting. Little limit, but you're but you get but you're getting a bona fide baller, you, guy that shows up and is going to play hard, going to be tough, unyielding. He's and he's and he's a sure tackler. Josie Jewell is a comfortable pair of jeans that you can rely on every single day. He's a pickup truck and a comfortable pair of jeans. Patrick Queen, who Bowen targeted possibly towards the Broncos, is a designer pair of jeans. Now, does Bowen know about the Broncos? Salary cap issues. I really don't think he does. I mean, and again, this is why when I read national guys, like I kind of chuckle a little bit. Like, dude, I mean, you might want to check. You yeah, might want to check the cap if we're about ready to start dealing with. Yeah, last year Queen's numbers: one hundred and thirty-three tackles, oh. three and a half sacks, eighteen pressures, and the magic number is eighteen because he's expected to command well plus about eighteen million per season. And he's a cover guy. Yes. He's a tackler and a cover guy. The Broncos haven't had a guy like no. that since Danny Trevathan. No. Uh, he'd be a great guy to have. I That's don't know another the, guy that I missed that I wished I could have seen, uh, that I could have covered. Broncos could have kept him. I, I know. You've told me the story many times. He and Malik Jackson, they were hoping for contracts before the Super Bowl year. Elway didn't do anything, and they were both like, F you, we're out. I, and he got paid by the Bears. Yes, he did. Sure did. Good football player, man. Yep. Really good. Yeah, you know, I, I will say this right now, and I bet you you'll agree with me. I don't know about that. Maybe not. It would be nice in a world that you could go get a player like Queen, but I'm not so sure that their biggest focus right now shouldn't be just retaining P.J. Locke. Yep. I mean, seriously. it would. That's a nice luxury to have no, nah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. No, no, no. I'm not talking PJ. I'm Queen, talking about Queen's Queen. A, Queen's not a luxury. They but, need an inside linebacker who can cover because we don't know if Drew Sanders is don't. an inside or outside guy. Yet. But but the luxury would be having 18 million dollars to pay him. They don't have it. Right. So my attitude is in a world of realistic things that you can do to help your team. If you gotta pay a little bit more money, retaining PJ Locke would be at four. I say he's going to be in the four to six. You've got him in the five to seven. You may very well be right. And you might very well be and right. It, it, could per, it could work out either way. Whatever the case is, you can't pay $18 million, even for a guy that you know is going to be a Pro Bowl player probably for the next, well, for the length of the contract. I'll tell you right now, P.J. Locke is certainly – and will benefit from the salary cap going up twenty five million. Yes, it that it will help, and and for that I'm great. I'm grateful because you you lose him. No, I mean it's a benefit for other teams. 
Well, it could, yeah, it could very well be. You're absolutely I mean, there's right. Still, there's, but, it, but it helps. The, but it helps the Broncos a little bit too. Kind of, kind of. I mean, all, all it does, the twenty five million, is it gets them to even where they're at right now. We haven't even started with correct. what's going to happen with Russell Wilson. Is it going to be spread over one year or two years? It just gets them to even. Yeah. The the boat is halfway below water. You lose a guy like PJ Locke right now. You're in. Some pretty dangerous territory in that. Who's your room. safety? Who's your safety besides Justin? Yeah. Who Who are you counting on? And counting on is the right word because I would love to count on Caden Stearns because I think that guy's a baller. Because Turner Yell shows that he's not close. I think he got to play, but I don't think he did much with his time. Skinner is a is is a total project still. Um, and we don't know about Caden Stearns. Would love to think that Caden Stearns could give you you know, 14, 15 games. I'll say one thing. I'll tell you one thing that we haven't talked about at all. Um, we talk about the Broncos having six draft picks. They will have seven. Yes. Before, before I think, the draft. Yes, they will. Because I, Jerry Judy will net a draft. Pick. I, I think you're right. And they're going to trade him. Right. I think they'll get maybe a third and a fifth. Maybe they get a fourth. They'll get something out of him. Eric, I think they got to shake up that whole room anyway. I mean, it, the only way that Tim Patrick is back is on a veteran minimum. And you can't count on him. And you cannot count on him. You just can't. So, so are you dealing both Cortland? Are you trying to deal both Cortland and Judy? I think you go young in that room. Well, you're going pretty young with Marvin Mims. You've overpaid. Who that, else you got? You've overpaid the hell out of that room. Brandon Johnson, nice player. I mean, I, I can live with Brandon Johnson. I, w- I would prefer that he's not a guy, but he's a piece. Well, he's going to have to be a guy. You know? He's going to have to be a guy because if you trade Sutton, you trade Judy, you have Marvin Mims, Brandon Johnson, right? Mm-hmm. You're not getting anybody in free agency. No. And the, then, then your other option is to draft somebody, which they might do. Now you're really young. Little Jordan Humphrey, where's he now? He's a he's a Sean Payton favorite. So there you go. I like little Jordan Humphrey. I do too. I don't know if I want him. And he's one of my big, top two guys. But he's a big receiver. He's not little. He should be big Jordan Humphrey. But my but my point is, if you're gonna, why not? I mean, is Cortland Sutton really a guy for you? How many? How many? Give me. I don't have. You've got a way to get it. Did he? He didn't catch sixty balls, did he? Yeah, I think he caught sixty. Balls. Did he? Is was he a sixty eight hundred yard guy? He yeah. had ten touchdowns, but he has he's been a thousand yard guy once in his career. He had sixty. I would think he had sixty catches. Fifty nine. There you go. So I so I guess I was right is what you're saying? Yes, you were spot on. He well, did not I, have 60 catches. If if the argument had been the other way, you would have said what's the difference round up. No, we're I am right how, how many yards? How good 772 yards, 10 touchdowns. How good do you feel about yourself? I don't feel good about myself. I, you, I, I feel th- worse about Cortland You know Sutton. what? I tell you what, I'm just going to step away from the mic <laughs> because honestly there isn't enough room Eric. in this room for your head being so swollen. <laughs> Why don't you just take us to Think break? about, no, I'm not even, I'm not, th- but Mr. I, know it all, Bruce Hurdle. well, I was right on this one. 50, okay, you so, right. 59 catches for 759. You crushed it. Is that right? Uh, 772. 772. You should do this for a living. For 10 touch, now the 10 touchdowns was nice. And, and I'm, and I'm, but I'm, what I'm saying to you is, really? Do we need that? I mean, isn't that the kind of could Brandon Johnson give you with the targets in a fifty-five sh- catches for 
600 yards? I'll put it to you this Come way. Come on. I don't think Cortland Sutton is as effective in the type of offense that Sean Payton wants to run. That's fair. That That's fair. But, boy, I'll tell you what. He was the target this year, wasn't he? He was because he was the target when the plays broke down, yes. which is what Russell did best when the plays broke down. I don't. I think Judy is a better fit for Peyton's offense. Yeah, but I don't know if they really want him around anymore. Coming up after mm. the break, Bill Belichick is hitting the lecture circuit at Nebraska. How much would you pay to see this guy if you had to pull it out of your own pocket if you were a high school coach? Okay, because if you have a lot of money, you'll pay whatever you want. If you're a high school coach, and it's coming out of your own pocket, what are you paying to see him? Then let's look at NFL. Major League Baseball, NBA, NHL. Give me one guy that you would say I would absolutely pay mm. to listen to this guy talk, whether he's alive or if he's not. And it would be difficult if he was not. But this That'd is, be a conversation I'd like to try to have. This is Sports Talk Radio, and this is what we do. <laughs> Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle, presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Bruce. Welcome back. Morning Drive, Goodman Hurdle. Watch us, mylifesports.com. You can reach us. Roller Auctions Twitter feed at Bruce Hurdle at Eric Goodman. On Monday, March 4th, there's a restaurant equipment auction for baker's ovens, range ovens, countertops and floor mixers, ice machines, dining room equipment, and all kinds of good stuff. Tables, chairs, whatever you need. If you're moving, this is the perfect type of auction for you. I know. You know anybody that's moving soon? I do. Who? Me. Oh. Go to rollerauction.com. But just go and be entertained by the website, too. Yeah, there's so many... Unbelievable things. Because we talk about things that are coming up that are on our list. Right. But when you go there, they've got a they've got like four or five like operating right now. They're getting ready for about four or five other ones. Right. And you there is literally nothing outside of your imagination that you can't find at one of these auctions. It's a great place to go browse. Very entertaining. Time now for what's trending. What's Trending is brought to you by Nola Jane Restaurant and Bar. Let Nola Jane spice up your next trip to Lodo with the best Cajun cuisine in Denver. Okay, so Bill Belichick not working in the NFL this season. Um, He's going to be hitting the lecture circuit at Nebraska. Uh, He's going to serve as a guest speaker for uh, their annual X's and O's football clinic in April. If you were a high school football coach or a baseball coach, high school, baseball, hockey, basketball, who would you pay out of your own pocket to go see? Let's start it off in the NFL. The guy could be alive or not alive. Would it be, I, Bill, I, would it be I, Bill Belichick? No, I think Bill Walsh or Joe Gibbs would be the two guys that I probably would really want to sit yeah. down and have a conversation with. No, you're not having a conversation. They're talking at you. Then, then I would listen. Right. Then so. I would listen. 
Vince Lombardi is a no-brainer, right. right? I mean, you, you, those would be my top three as well. It, Interesting. Yeah, Mine that's too. it. But, but I'd go listen to Belichick. I would. I'd go listen to him. I, first of all, I would like to see him in that kind of situation. Uh, you know, we see him and we have seen him and you and I have both been around him it, for purposes of, you know, uh, interviews and things of that nature. I certainly haven't been around him one-on-one, but he's guarded, obviously, and kind of irascible and all of those things. But I want to see him in a situation where he's reaching out with the idea of passing on knowledge. Because I think that he's got a lot of knowledge to pass on. You also have to have, and you have done public speaking. I've done public speaking. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that I'm any good at it. I'm sure you're great at it. No, I'm not right. I would say that there has to be a form of being entertaining as well. It, yes. It can't just be yes. so dry where you break out the whiteboard you gotta be, and you're designing yeah, plays. you got to be interesting, and you've got to be able to connect with people. Joe Gibbs is probably the most interesting of all the guys that you name. Vince Lombardi would be a firecracker to listen to. Yeah. And Bill Walsh, the way he approached the game from such a cerebral point of view, that'd be fantastic. Let's go with the NBA. Who would you want to listen to? I got two guys, and and Red Auerbach is is an easy one. Because of the personality at the very least. The Just a marvelous personality. But can you be in a room with a cigar smoker? Well... My dad was a cigar after he won football games. Right. He 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 would he would. Well, that was Red Arbuck. He would light he, one up. Absolutely. After a win, big win. There, there's a great statue of Red Arbuck in the Quincy Market uh, in Boston, sitting down on a bench with his leg crossed with a stogie. It's it's just really good stuff. It evokes a lot of a lot of thoughts. But you know the fact that he was the architect. I, I mean, you can argue that Bill Russell was as much of the architect of that. Dynasty is Red Arback, but they did it together. Yep. And I think that he would, and, and for a guy from that era of the NBA, which I'm totally removed from, I think it would be interesting to kind of pick, be able to listen to him. And I think that Greg Popovich is probably that kind of guy for me too. I've always found him to be very yeah, interesting. He would not be my guy. Fair enough. Who would be yours? Uh, because I think he's a jerk. That's why I, that has nothing to do. For, I don't. For I, me, it doesn't have anything to do with what whether I think a guy would be interesting. I want a guy to listen to who has a lot of knowledge that I would enjoy listening to. Fair, that's fair enough. I I would go with Red Arbach and I would go with Steve Kerr. Good one. Good one. Did I ever tell this? This is one of my brushes with greatness. Besides sitting with me. Well, that's each and every day. That's not a brush. That's a full paint stroke. <laughs> Okay, uh, big deal. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I'm covering the NCAA tournament in 2013. And I'm out in Salt Lake City, and I, or it may have been earlier, I don't know. He wasn't, he's still with TNT at the time, Steve Kerr. And we are staying at the same hotel. And we are the only two guys in the gym at, at, at this time of the morning. And, and I'm not going to say anything to the guy. I mean, obviously, I'm not going to bother him. But he's doing all of his Zen stuff. He's doing his, his, the things that I should have been doing. Where, where do you think he got it from? Stretching. Right. Phil Jackson. Right. Doing, you know, and so he's doing his stretching. He's doing his, you know, his whatever kind of indivi- individual things that one does to get mind, his mind body, right. Yoga. All of these things. Yeah. 
and and I'm getting after it. I'm moving iron and, and things like that. Not surprised. But, but we end up getting into a moving conversation. Moving iron, you're getting swollen. No, but I'm. But I, that's what I'm doing. Okay. And we get into a conversation. He ends up asking me what I'm doing there. I'm covering basically at that point Wichita State. Um, this was their run into the Final Four, and um, why was he there? He was there covering for TN. He oh, this was gotcha. before he was. And, and I may have my times wrong. I, I did so much covering college basketball then at that particular point. But but it, but anyway, the conversation started because he started picking my brain about Wichita State because I had had a 20-game package of theirs right. doing play-by-play for, for, for them all season long. And we talked for probably 15, 20 minutes or oh, so. Yep. Yeah. And he could not have been a nicer, more engaging dude, just like you would think that he would be. Right. It was really, really impressive. Okay. Major League League Baseball, give me a manager that you would want to listen to. I've got three for you, two of them cut from the same cloth and really the same era, Casey Stengel and Leo DeRocher. Okay. All right. My other one is Bruce, Bruce Bochy. Who I think is as good a manager that there's been in baseball. I would pick Tommy Lasorda just for the pure entertainment no value. No question. Uh, no question. Um, NHL. Anybody that comes to Scotty mind? Bowman's the yeah, only one. He'd be hard not to. That'd be that'd be my guy. And and I know that there would be others. You know but, what? I got one. Okay, give me one. I'll go Herb Brooks. Ah, Herb Brooks would be fun to talk. He'd be fun to listen to. Yeah. Well, with how he got. The most out of those could we? Kids. Could it be him instead of Kurt Russell playing him in his Sanzibelt? Yeah, bell bottoms. Yeah. Okay, college football, college basketball. Oh, my college football is going to come way out of nowhere. But if you're familiar with him, you're going to be like, oh yeah, he's the guy I want to listen to. I would pick him over anybody. All right, go, Lou Holtz. If you have ever heard him do public speaking, he's unbelievably funny and engaging. He is the most, he is the most unbelievable public speaker I have ever heard in my life. His stories have you rolling. They are so funny. And the way he delivers it is just brilliant. Like a stand-up comedian. His timing is great. His stories are great. And he's certainly a wealth of knowledge when it comes to college football. I would go with red Blake from his army years and Newt Rockney. And the reason I would is because that's far enough back that the game was so different. I yeah. would love to hear about it from their perspectives. They compared and contrasted to the way that we know it now. College basketball. College basketball is Mike Shashevsky for me, plain and simple. I mean, John Wooden. I have John Wooden would be unbelievable. John Wooden would be good. I've heard John Wooden speak. Yep. And I've interviewed John Wooden. Neither of which I have for Mike Shashevsky. John Wooden was a gentle soul um, with incredibly simmering competitiveness just below the surface, but was such a gentleman. Um, but I think that Mike Shashevsky, I think you can make the argument that Mike Shashevsky is the best that the game has had to offer. I will take his mentor, Bob Knight, because not only. Is he a wealth of knowledge about basketball? But you want to talk about a guy who you have no idea what's going to come out of his mouth next. 
but you don't like Popovich because he's an because he's a whatever. But you're okay with Bob Knight. I think Bob Knight is entertaining. I don't okay. think Greg Popovich is entertaining. I'd like to hear Greg Popovich talk about wine. Well, he he and Dick Vermeil. Yeah, they both got lines, right? I mean, they both are. They both have vine- vineyards. They both have vineyards. What do we have coming up on? Just in case you missed it. We'll discuss if Nikola Jokic is far and away the face of Denver sports right now and also give a quick preview of tonight's Nuggets and Avs games. That's all next on Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle on Mile High Sports. Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle, presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Bruce. Welcome back. Morning Drive, Goodman Hurdle. Watch us at You can reach us, Roller Auctions Twitter feed. At Bruce Hurdle, at Eric Goodman. Monday, March 4th, there's a restaurant equipment auction for baker's ovens, range ovens, countertop and floor mixers, ice machines, dining room furnishings, and more. Get notifications about upcoming auctions at rollerauction.com backslash MHS. Time now for the final word. The final word. Is presented by the McKenzie Law Firm. Don't wait before it's too late. Protect your family by setting up a will, living will, or estate plan with Dan McKenzie at themckenziefirm.com. Just in case you missed it, is presented by Argonaut Wine and Liquor. You need to see why Westward named it the best liquor store in Denver. Five years running, or order online at argonautliquor.com. All righty, guys. Just in case you missed it, with Nikola Jokic receiving a standing ovation at the Avs game on Tuesday, some have said Jokic is clearly now the face of Denver sports. Typically, the face of Denver sports is usually a Broncos player, but would you say right now Jokic is far and away the face of sports in Denver? Well, not only would I say that he is, but I would say that Nate McKinnon is probably number two. I mean, who's having a better season? McKinnon or Jokic? Hard to choose from because I think they're both favorites for MVP and Hart Trophy. Yep. But I think that those are the two most clearly. And then I don't think Kale McCarr is very far behind in that regard. It is it Justin Simmons? Is that the is that the top face of the Broncos right now? Yep. Right. Yep. I mean, Russ is about to be gone. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, Jokic is is number one, and and I defer to guys that have been here a heck of a lot longer than I have. At what point are we going to start talking about him vis-a-vis John Elway? He'll never compare to Elway. Okay, fair never. enough. Not even with two more titles? He can have ten more titles. Wow. It's John Elway is the face of Denver sports and always will be. He put Denver on the map with the Broncos. Okay. He won two Super Bowls. Then he became an executive, and then he won yeah. as well. Now, ironically, Sackick has the same resume. Yeah, you're, yeah, right. But the difference is 
One is football and one is hockey. Right. And all due respect to hockey people. That's why you say, is it Jokic or is it McKinnon? Is it Jokic or is it Makar? Makar is a generational talent yes. playing on the blue line. Right. But in this town, basketball is more important than hockey. Football is more important than basketball. Yep. That's just the way it works in most towns. It's not a knock, but it is pretty amazing <clears throat> that Elway and Sackick have the same resumes outside of, well, actually not even outside of. They both won two titles yeah. as players. They both have won one title as a GM, although Elway's team played for one more championship. Right. Very El- remarkable. Think about how weird the mirroring image in this town is. You've got Elway and Sackick. You've got Jokic and McKinnon. I mean, it's it's interesting that you and then you get and, and one's from Nova Scotia and one's from Serbia. You know who drew, and they end up here in Denver. You know who Drew Litton is, don't you? Mm-hmm. Okay. So possibly, and I've been here for twenty years. The best cartoon that he ever designed. Do you know what I'm talking about, Alex, or don't you? Yes. I'll let you explain it. Are, are you talking about the LA one? Yep. Uh, he's got the uh, you know the big teeth and everything. And, yeah. Um, Was there a particular one we're I'll, talking okay. about? Yeah, you, I'll, you'd probably I'll, I'll explain it. So he draws a picture of Joe Sackick right. sleeping in a bed with the Stanley Cup next to it. This is 1996. Mm-hmm. And John Elway's outside looking through the window. Ah, there you go. That's pretty good. Because Elway hadn't won a championship right. yet. Then he ended up, too, with the mic drop moment. So You you can make the case, if you wanted to, Joe Sackick is just as important as John Elway. But the difference is John Elway, homegrown. Joe Sackick came from Quebec. Yes. It also happened 13 years later. And one's NFL and one's NHL. That, that's it a, is. That's a fair delineation. But, but it's Elway who started it. Yes, I know there was the Orange Crush. I get it. But once Elway arrived, there was hope every single season, even though every single season wasn't great. They went to three Super Bowls in the 1980s. Sackick played for the Cup twice. Elway played for a Super Bowl five times. And let me tell you one other thing about Nikola Jokic. He may win a bunch more championships, but the second that he's done, he's out of here. There's no question. He's 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 headed... His heart is in Serbia, and more power to him. I think it's absolutely great. And by the way, I'm not debating. If Jokic wins more MVPs and wins more titles, I would argue he's the greatest athlete, team sport athlete in Denver sports history. But the most important is and will always be John Elway, and it's not even debatable. Gotcha. All right, just in case you missed it, Nuggets return to action tonight at home against the Wizards, who are 9-45 and on the season. Abs in action as well on the road at Detroit versus the Red Wings. Abs are favored on the road tonight, and Nuggets are 15.5-point favorites against Washington. What are you hoping to see tonight from the Nuggets and Avalanche? I, I'm hoping to see a, uh, a well-organized, effort by the Nuggets that is consistent. I want them to play well defensively tonight and let their offense flow from their defense. They're playing a team that's bad. I'd like to see them knock this team out, but more than anything, I want to see them play well 
I want to see the Avs continue to play with this little, albeit it's a short, short little example, but they're playing with some defensive focus that I haven't seen for a while. So I, I want to see them play that way tonight. That was Argonaut Wine and Liquor. Just in case you missed it, always great specials on wine. This is the final day that you can get 15% off all wines from Chile and Portugal. They always have other great specials as well. Go check them out off of Colfax. You can order on their app. You can order online at ArgonautWineAndLiquor.com. That's going to do it for us. Great show, guys. Uh, Nigel, Alex, as always, same with you, Bruce. I'll try and do better tomorrow. Make it the best possible day you can.